ready to give an explanation to anyone who asks you for the reason for your faith. In the midst of the coronavirus pandemic that we find ourselves in, St. Peter today speaks directly to us and directly to our circumstances and situation. This has been an intense time for all of us. It's a time that's marked by fear, by disappointment, by sadness, by loneliness. Fear that we ourselves might get sick. Fear that we might unintentionally get somebody else sick. Disappointment that schools have closed suddenly and abruptly. Eighth graders, seniors in high school, seniors in college didn't have the opportunity to say goodbye to their classmates, didn't have the opportunity to celebrate their accomplishments together. And the list could go on and on. All of us have our own examples and our own challenges that we have faced during this time. And to us, St. Peter, the scriptures directly say, always be ready to give a reason for your hope. And this may seem discordant. It may seem strange during this period of time. And when we think of our hopes, the first things that might come to mind are hope for a vaccine, a hope for better treatments, a hope for a return to normalcy. And of course, we do hope for these things. And so does our entire global community in solidarity hope for these things. But as Christians, we also have a deeper, more foundational, more fundamental hope that we carry with us. In our first reading today, we hear St. Philip go out, one of the 12 apostles, after the death and resurrection of our Lord, after facing his own challenges and this calamity of the crucifixion, he goes out to proclaim the gospel. And in this first reading, we hear of two different sacramental moments. We hear of baptism and also of a laying on of hands, which over time the church has come to recognize and discern as being associated with the sacrament of confirmation. Again, two sacraments that we have had to postpone in this faith community, baptism. Well, we did have our confirmations, but many parishes are having to delay their confirmations. And so we have these two sacramental moments. And we hear that St. Peter and St. John go and they lay their hands on the believers and they receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. The gift of the Holy Spirit. In the gospel today, we hear Jesus also say that he is in us and that we are in him. And so what difference does the gift of the Holy Spirit make? It makes all the difference in the world. We have been given this gift. The Holy Spirit dwells within us, which means we have a living source, a font of life within us. And this font of life gives us the gifts of faith, gives us the gifts of hope, gives us the gift of love. The Holy Spirit dwells within us to strengthen us, to prepare us for difficult times, to prepare us for times that are like these. God is calling each and every one of us in this moment. He's calling us to respond to this crisis in different ways. Now, the particularities of that response are going to vary with our own circumstances in life, whether we are home alone or whether we are home with a family, whether we have suddenly become teachers or whether we are trying to simultaneously teach our own children while teaching others as well. But what is similar to all of these calls is that God is calling us to allow this crisis to impact us, to allow this crisis to affect us, to allow ourselves to feel the emotions that are dwelling and rising up within us, 
to feel that sadness, that loneliness, to feel that fear, to feel that uncertainty, to feel our helplessness, to feel our lack of control, to allow this crisis to turn our lives upside down, to allow all of this to ask us and to lead us to ask the most important questions that we can. Where is God in all of this? What is it that gives purpose and meaning to our lives? What is it that makes our lives worth living? In moments like these, in moments of crisis, so much falls away that it can help us see that which is most important all the more clearly. And so if we wrestle with these questions, they will lead us to God because Jesus tells us that he is the way, he is the truth, he is the life. And so we embrace these questions. We bring them before God. We bring them before God along with our own emotions, our own struggles, our own challenges. We place all of that before God to allow God to speak directly into the circumstances of our own life. And by doing so, we allow all that is happening around us to lead us back into the embrace of our Heavenly Father. Ultimately, our hope lies in Christ. It lies in the cross. When we gaze at the cross, we see that in Christ's suffering and in his death, that it somehow, in some mysterious way, led to life. That Christ has overcome death. He has redeemed suffering. And for us, the deaths that we experience in our own life can now mysteriously lead somehow to new life, perhaps in unexpected ways. And so we turn to our Lord and we ask him for the grace, knowing that he will give us the grace that we need to get through this period of time, but not only to get through it, but to emerge from it with a deeper understanding, a deeper recognition of our own weaknesses, our own limitations, our own dependence upon God. And through that, to come out and to emerge from it with a deeper confidence and the providential love of our God, to be more deeply rooted in Christ, and to be more full of faith, hope, and love. Mary C's Quarantine is a Mary C's of Wisdom dynamic original podcast.